0: what's up everybody welcome to this episode of the man cave podcast brought to you by Hi V and toyson ford dan here brandon berg with me on this episode of the podcast we are uh, we're gonna have a little fun with this one we got top five plus i've actually got two honorable mentions on this i tubes. have one okay
1: so. i have one this was one i i like this because it required some serious thinking like this was mm-hmm. one i could just sit down and you know kind of out right i was thinking about it you know because you mentioned you reached out yesterday mm-hmm. and it, you know my brain biscuits have been turning since then
0: <laughs> uh so we are our top five plus is in honor of Giannis trying brats for the first time so we are doing our top five so like for example if you knew somebody that says i want to experience wisconsin the top five things that they would have to do try whatever to really experience wisconsin wisconsin culture so we got that coming up uh it is national coaches day at the time of this recording october 6th so what we did for for the morning show we asked for a bunch of uh, people to give some shout outs to their favorite or most influential coaches so we're going to go through that plus give ours uh as well so we got that but first before we get to and then plus we've got some picks coming up for for the nfl and some college football games but first things first before we get to our top five brandon Brewers season over with you were at the the last playoff game. Now an offseason full of a lot of different questions.
1: Yeah, this is an offseason that can go several different ways depending on how they approach it. And the first domino is Craig Council. You know, knowing if he's going to be back or not, I think kind of sets the rest of the wheels in motion a little bit because if he doesn't come back, then what direction do you go, you know, for a manager? Is, you know, if he go if Craig Council goes elsewhere, does Pat Murphy go with him? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, maybe Pat Murphy is someone that you you think of maybe for the manager's job. But Pat Murphy's also a little bit up there, and you know he's had some health issues, so maybe he doesn't want that full time responsibility. Mm-hmm. So then obviously, if, if that's the case, and they're kind of you know going fresh, so to speak, well then that kind of opens a separate little can of you know can of possibilities right there. But otherwise, then you're looking at you know you've got some significant players that are one year removed from free agency now: Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Willie Davis. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what happens with them? Do you try to run it back in 2024? Do you try to do a bit of a soft reset by maybe trading one of them mm-hmm. and giving some opportunities for some others? Right. You know, these are. there's a lot of different outcomes with this, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's going to make it so interesting. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think no matter what the path they go on, and this is something we've said the last few years, but it still remains true, you've got to find a way to help the offense. And I think you've got to find a way, especially at the corner infield spot—first base, third base. Mm-hmm. You know, those have been revolving doors the last several years, and in the most part, they've been revolving doors because there just hasn't been consistent production there. They've got to find a way. I think that's more likely to be through trade than through free agency. Mm-hmm. But maybe you dip into some of those, you know, outfield prospects. You know, young guys you have. You know, you find a team that you know is looking for an outfielder, and you're looking for an infielder, and you play. Let's make a deal.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, you could I almost, is it fair to say we could see this going two completely different ways in this offseason? Sure. Where, you know, Council's back. I could see them potentially doing like a 2011, Uh, let's try to go for it for one more year because of Woody and Burns with the last year at arbitration. If he doesn't come back, I could easily see them saying, okay, we're just going to tear this whole thing down. I mean, Council is the first road that has to fall. Right. Right? I mean, he's like the wild card. Yeah, you, you just
1: don't have the feeling that if Council's going to come back, they're going to and then go and try to rebuild,
0: right? And you know, baseball is kind of like uh, basketball in this in this essence too. Like, I don't want to get too far down here, but you know, okay. So, who would play replace council? It's like you football. Really... Yeah, football does a good. We know the coordinators.
1: Yeah, you you, you know. know the other coaches. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you don't really know. You
0: got a few retreads that you might know names of. Nobody but...
1: heard of Ron Renicki when he got hired by the Brewers. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody nerd you know because he was a bench coach with the Angels at that time. Like, right. You you a lot of times you don't hear you you. If someone asked you to name a bench coach for somebody besides the Brewers, you probably couldn't do it. I don't even know if I could do it. Right. Like, you just don't know. hmm Yep. So, you know, if it's someone you haven't heard of, don't, you know, if that's what if that's the road it goes down, don't, you know, don't freak out. That doesn't mean anything.
0: Right. Exactly. You'd
1: heard of Craig Council because he had played for the Brewers. Right. Yeah. But I will say, a bit of a wild card name to keep out there that you might have heard of, if that makes the move, someone who a lot of people in the know think could be kind of the next Craig Council, Stephen Vogt. Really?
0: Really? interesting
1: played for the brewers
0: yep um finished up with the
1: giants last year was it giants and then he went i think he went back to finish in oakland actually but oh, he, oakland, he played with right. oakland yep. i think yep. he is it the mariners he's with as like a roving he's a, is some sort of coach okay but that's been the talk like he's kind of one of those players that he you know, he's got the right temperament weird he's it's a, a bit like, catcher too which yeah yeah you know and that, that happens but yep. kind of some people think he's on the fast track interesting Maybe if, the, if 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 Craig Council moves on, the Brewers want to try to recreate mm-hmm. Craig Council. You go someone you know because Steven Boat played here. Yep. Other guy, I would say keep an eye on if it comes to that. If another former Brewer, actually Kevin Seitzer, the Atlanta okay. Braves hitting coach. Okay. If the Brewers want to try to you know make an effort to say hey we need we want to find a way to squeeze out more offense. If that's something Seitzer wants to do, is become a manager. Hmm. Could see it.
0: Interesting. Good names there. All right. That was first things first. Let's get to our top five
1: main event
0: top five it's been plus. a few weeks it has been we got to do a little bit we got to do a better job we will. Of we, will. Keeping this. we will yeah it definitely just been so much other stuff going on too so uh let's start off with the honorable mentions here so again it's your top five it, it, i don't want to say things it's like experiences things to try go whatever to really ingrain yourself like when you think Wisconsin. These are the top five things, almost no, thing.
1: Okay, yeah. I'll do. You want me to do mine first? Just the one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And now this isn't. This is not something exclusive to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but I feel like it just hits a little bit different in Wisconsin. Brewery tours.
0: Brewers. Tour? Brewery tours. Oh, brewery tours. I like that. Go to Lakefront,
1: okay. Milwaukee. Go to Lineys and Chippewa. Mm-hmm. Go go to stevens point to point yep go to new glarus obviously that's going to be a really popular one like obviously there's brewers all over the place now mm-hmm. but the wisconsin ones hit a little bit different those ones i mentioned those are ones i've all taken i've all really enjoyed like yep. you just know that in wisconsin you're going to be getting a little bit more with your brewery tour in wisconsin mm-hmm. that's a good one i didn't even think of that one
0: nice i've got two Honorable mentions is very rare when I have more honorable mentions than you. It is. This is, yeah. Um, My first one, and the reason it's an honorable mention, because not everybody can afford it. But going to a Packer game, Lambeau Field. Going to Lambeau Field, Packer game, I feel like that's kind of a rite of passage uh, to go over there. Number two, ice fishing. I put ice fishing on there. um, And honestly, actually, (sighs) I'm going to do a late audible here. Ice fishing and one more honorable mention, snowmobiling. Winter activities. Winter activities. The yes. winter activities. Yep. Yes. Those are putting on there as my my honorable mentions on there. So, without like further those. ado,
1: I like those. Okay. Number five. Number five for me. You have to get squeaky cheese curds. Okay. You have to get the cheese, and again, cheese. Obviously, Wisconsin known for cheese curds. Yep. They have to be the fresh, squeaky ones, though. You have to maximize the freshness.
0: So when you go to a, a grocery store or even a gas station, and they've got them displayed out in front, that means they're fresh, and you grab them right away. Right. They're squeaky if they're in or the fridge. Or you or
1: you if you you know you you're in the know, and you find you have your cheese factories, mm-hmm. which is I don't know if that's a thing in other parts of the country. Yeah. Where you you know, they literally make the cheese there and go pick them up. If you're whatever listening and not familiar with that, but you get the right ones. I, had, do it.
0: I don't know if this is a, a thing anymore, but I remember when I worked at, uh, this is kind of throwing it back too, uh, Easy Stop, which was a full service gas station. Uh, but we'd have like Gad cheese curds, you know, delivered, fresh and that. But if they were like, okay, maybe a day old and they're in a the cooler, guy taught me just put them in the microwave for like a few seconds and that squeakiness comes back. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So something to kind of keep in mind. There you go. Time. It's a good one. It's a good. A little one. bit there. So uh, my number five is actually grilling out some brats tailgating, that sort of stuff. So this was because of the Giannis thing. We did a podcast at Oktoberfest where we listed our top five brats, and Brandon, being the reason why he's one of my best friends, gave, uh, dropped off some skis brats when he was, drove through Point, so those are going on the grill this weekend. But for me, I mean, when you think of brats, if you haven't tried a brat with all the different flavors, the different ways of making them, that to me is is Wisconsin. You have a tailgate party. You don't have brats. You're not really having a tailgate party. So,
1: yeah, brats number five. All right, number four. No, number four, and this one, I I'm gonna how I group these is kind of interesting. Mine, I said pontooning, but I feel like I could relay it to just you said winter outdoor activities, yeah, summer activities. I can do summer outdoor activities. Yep. You know, like because I'm not a big fisherman, mm-hmm. but I'll, you know, I, I I understand it's a big deal. You know, you're going hiking. Like, there's so much wilderness for Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Utilize it.
0: That's a good one. Uh, That is a good one. My number four is curds as well, but I'll go a different route. I'll go with the deep-fried curds, Mm. with with the deep-fried curds on there too. But you're right, the the squeaky curds, deep-fried, you know, mostly in the summer. But you go to restaurants here, they're always an appetizer. They're a thing. You can get them as a side. I mean, for crying out loud, Culver's has them there if Mm. you want to do that. That might be one of Culver's, just going to Culver's. I thought about that. On there. (laughs) But I'll go since you did the descriptors. I'm gonna go with the deep fried one. I don't care if it's white or yellow, but nope, I will say, good. I will say if I had a pick. No, I don't. They're they're both good. Now, when you get deep fried, do you put ranch, ketchup? Do, do you do dunk a little bit in there, or what's... I would do
1: maybe a little ranch. I don't know if I do ketchup.
0: Some people do ketchup. Some,
1: yep, they do. I just not for me.
0: I, I'm a ranch, but I'll either be ranch or plain. They're good without anything too.
1: Yeah, you can just you can just pop them.
0: The fair curds, whatever. Yep. So I'm go. I'll go deep fried curds on mine.
1: Boy, I'm. Um... I almost have a uh, honorable mention I can add here late on the heels of that. Yeah, and that's just fair food in general. Yeah, especially because there's. Oh yeah. The, for Thorpe Dairy Days, there's always the Lions Club French fries, which they're you know they they, they cut on them themselves from potatoes and they deep fry them and they're just. Mm-hmm. Delicious, delicious. And obviously you go down to the state fair and you can now you, you see every year the the unique things people are putting out.
0: That's why I like Kobe Cheese Days is the cheese curds. You exactly. Know. You, yeah. you
1: find your different places, you'll yep. Yeah. So that might even add that as a, That's a good late one. addition just to lump a bunch of oh, them yeah. in there that are good.
0: Oh yeah. Number three?
1: Number three, I've put these together. Okay. They don't necessarily have to be, but I, I think they should be. I put a combination Friday Fish Fry Supper Club. Okay. Like I feel like that's something you need to do if you're in Wisconsin because mm-hmm. a and obviously we're speaking pretty much to the choir here with so many people from Wisconsin listening. The supper club is not a standard restaurant. No. Like if people ask what's a supper club, it's like well it's a restaurant, but it's not. Right. Like you have to do it together. Like and there, look, there's there's good places you can go that aren't necessarily supper club that have a good fish fry. Mm-hmm. But I think there is a lot of value in it together.
0: Right. Well, I'll just tell you, fish fry is coming up for me. And I'm going to go a different route with that. Okay. Uh, But number three for me, you have to go deer hunting. Uh, Now, I'm kind of focusing more on the November blaze orange hunt. Yeah, the With, with this one, yes. Uh, you know, bow hunting and that, too. I, I partake in that. But deer hunting, 30-point buck song, I know, which is a UP kind of, you know, oh, if yeah, you want but to get still, do youpers, bananas at large.
1: When I Let's put it this way, when because I, I don't go hunting anymore, but – did when I was younger. Always, I mean, still to this day, I have a tremendous amount of respect for it. It's ingrained mm-hmm. in Wisconsin culture. But anytime we were driving, I can guarantee, and we we hunted our own Gilman. Yep. We could be in the, my dad's truck for 15 minutes. At some point, we would still hear 30 point buck while we were going out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wax.
0: <laughs> I will. There's two things that really stand out to me, outside of just you know partaking in hunting. One, when you're watching a Packer game in November and you see blaze orange, and in, in, in the fans. And one that really sets off, and I don't know if they still do this. I I think they just take the whole week off. But when I was growing up, that week, the Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it was, it was the only time the school would allow you to, you know, you could get your homework done beforehand. Hunters would get You could
1: essentially work work ahead for vacation.
0: Work ahead for vacation. Exactly. This was school. This was middle school. I did that. This was high school. You, You would do that. Name another place that would do that just for deer hunting, for crying out loud. So deer hunting, easily, has got to be a top one for me. Yep. Number three.
1: That's a good one. That's a very good one. Mm
0: -hmm. Number two.
1: My number two is a bit like something you mentioned, but I'll expand on it. You need to Wisconsin sports tailgate. Tailgate at a Brewer game. Tailgate at a Packer game. Mm -hmm. If you're able to for like a, you know, a Badger game. I don't know. Obviously, that's a little bit tougher. Yep. You know. You need to get out and experience that. You know, tail. It's one thing to tail. You know, like to grill out. You know, tail. But tailgate, you know, tailgate in the parking lot, American Family Field. Unfortunately, your Kmart parking lot's not there anymore. <laughs> but there's still room to do it in Lam- yeah. at Lambo. Oh like, yeah. You have to the full shebang. I,
0: I appreciate the people too. This has happened to me a couple of times where they will just buy a charcoal grill just for that day, but then they can't take it back, so they got to get rid of it. Like I remember one time I was leaving a playoff game in the Packers, and these guys had a nice charcoal grill. I just didn't have room. And we're waiting in line to get out. And they're like, Do you want we bought this just for today? We can't take it back. Do you want it? You know, it's like people yeah. will do that. Yeah, like say so you that. flew
1: in for it or something, and yep. obviously you're not gonna take a grill with you on a plane. Or, a, or right. if you took me a long car ride. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Exactly. So yeah, you're right. Tailgating, I'd love me some good tailgating over there. So I've tailgated we were kinda of talking about off the air, I've been to Lambo at six AM for a three thirty kickoff just Ooh. to tailgate. So in January, too. It Ooh. wasn't even wasn't even uh, you know the early days on here. You mentioned this one, you combined it, but number two for me is a supper club, it is a supper club, uh, which I'm kind of giving away my number one coming up here, but yep. I've got reasons for it. Yep. But yeah, you got to go to a supper club. I, I'm I'm including the relish trays in that, the the old fashions. You got to get at a supper club. The full
1: yep. uh, the full salad bar.
0: Yep, the full salad. Thank you. That's a lost art these days. Is I that have salad as I've bars. gotten
1: older, I have grown to appreciate a good salad bar. Yes, get my salad, get some. Uh, Ooh, get some uh, cottage cheese. I I enjoyed the cottage cheese. Mm -hmm. You bet.
0: Yep. So 100%. All that on there. Give me some vinyl seating and all that, you know, that over there, too. A nice laminated two sided. Yeah. Now, this is on some salad bars, but this actually could have been another honorable mention for me. Give me some good pickled herring.
1: Yeah, you know the, I'm not even a pickled herring guy, but it needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Like good, a we good get that Chris yes, good yep. couple soups in
0: there. Yep, we get pickled herring on Christmas time all the time. So, oh yeah, that
1: stuff, pickled anything. My dad's almost. a big pickled herring guy. Yep. All right, number one big guy. I'm I am curious pretty, where you're going. I with am this. pretty proud of this. The number one thing you need to experience in Wisconsin is Wisconsin sports heartbreak. Oh, look at that! Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. You missed the
0: debate uh, a couple days ago. I had brought this up because Mark Tauscher had tweeted it. That was, I, I, the I curse think thing.
1: I, I yeah, I think I heard you because you guys talked Wednesday a little bit about it. Yeah, like, I I heard that because that was cause yeah. my mom and I were leaving, mm-hmm. and I had heard a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, like I wouldn't say we're cursed, but if I had to, you know, order them and, and all that, you got a lot of Packer heartbreaks on there. I don't know if Brewers have one too, but I don't know if I've experienced. As many Brewer heartbreaks. And, and, That's the thing. Like I keep going back and forth, but
1: I think for the Packers it's the next level, just because you have. I mean, it's different for football. You right. have an, You have elite quarterback play. You have Hall of Fame quarterback since you know the early '90s. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be expecting the playoffs, and pretty much every year they've been in the playoffs. So anytime they, you know, a loss happened there, yep, you can see it. But no, you yeah. need to. And and with those teams mentioned again, I'm not a fan of all of them, but you know they've all been ex- they've all experienced heartbreak. Even the last. 12 years with all of them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The biggest one still for me is uh, Badger basketball. Yep,
1: I've said that too. Like, I'm a bigger fan of the Brewers, but Mm -hmm. it's never been quite like it was in 2015 after Wisconsin lost to Duke. Yep. It's Uh, never been that way because that was the shot.
0: That was exactly. Like, I was still a mess the day. I didn't want to talk to anybody, and you're exactly right, because it's like, that's not going to happen again, and it was against Duke. Right. You know. Right. It wasn't, like, against... Butler. That would be whatever, the one you know. where,
1: if they won, you would still see people wearing Badgers mm-hmm. National Championship shirts forever. Yep. It exactly. would be celebrated like the 82 Brewers, except with an actual championship.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Next, two
1: years from now, the 10-year anniversary, that would be the hottest ticket of the year for that game.
0: hmm 100% I mean, they're man. already
1: lauded in the state, but Decker, Kaminsky, Josh Gosser, Bronson Canning, all those guys would be at a legendary tier.
0: Yep, totally agree. Paul Ryan would be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, 100. He should be, but he would be. He, should, he should be, but yep. he would be. Yep. All right. My number one. Now, I appreciate that you combined fish fry and supper, because I actually thought about doing that just to make it simple. Okay. But I'm going, and I agree with you, when you get a fish fry, you got to try one at a supper club. Yeah. I'm going a different route here on this now. Yeah. A fish fry, but you got to do it two different ways one you have to go to like a mom or pop shop or a grill or a bar and grill to try one i'm talking like the small town bars yeah and that you know yep. or small town cafes so you can eat it there but you also have to get it in a styrofoam to go to Clamshell. go yep, yep. carrier yep. take it home You bet fries little coleslaw in a plastic Maybe cup and a piece and of a bread fish yep exactly you got to experience it that way too
1: I agree and that's why like I said it that way but I'm like that doesn't mean that's the only way you have to do it. Right. Because yep. you you mentioned it that way and there's places around here I love going to for that exact. Mm-hmm. There's just different ways to do it. I just wanted to make sure I got those two in there and I didn't want to necessarily separate nope.
0: them. Well, I'm glad you kind of did it that way because then I like it makes more sense now like if we combine our t- like this is it, you know. Like I it's it's maybe it's cuz you and I both grew up in small towns. But when I think of those fish fries, it's like the to-go carriers and the Styrofoam oh, yeah. ones there, or it's the small restaurants. Like, to me, still my favorite fish fry. The place isn't around anymore, but it was a very small family restaurant. You know, it's like that's what you think of.
1: Same. I've got one, too, that uh, it, it went on to become a couple different things around Thorpe, and I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that, and you might be able to figure it out. But they had an amazing fish fry back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, good times. And I'm still on – I think I'm still on the hunt for my favorite, my new favorite. I have ones I like for different reasons. I have – yeah, I've got good ones, but I don't know if it's like a to-go one yet.
1: Yeah. Well, one, one I will actually throw out there that, you know, it's not going to be one, two, or three, but I was really impressed by it was actually the fish fry at American Family Field. Oh. At the uh Because the they got like Friday. a supper – Or whatever, you know, the restaurants. Oh, in the the, yeah. yep,
0: yep, yep. Okay, yep.
1: I, I got it last year, and I got it on like a Thursday. Mm-hmm went with some friends for a Thursday day game and we're like we got there early and actually we just got standing room only so we're like oh we'll sit here for a while watch some of the game in there but I'm like oh let's see what their fish fries about and it actually was like legitimately good nice. and like I was full it was big enough and it was it wasn't too pricey mm-hmm. like I was I was very impressed with it
0: wow look at that I'll have to try that next time I go down there so I think we 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 did a pretty well, good list pretty good job there's gonna be debates of course because there's a lot of stuff there, there is out there.
1: there's different people that are gonna have different experiences. and hey look. If you got something we didn't say, we want to hear it because we have got to try it then.
0: Exactly. Yep. I think you and I didn't we do this a couple years ago where we did like uh we did this list of Wisconsin stuff that it was we like did. a checklist like, or whatever. Yes, we did. Like Bloody Marys I think was on there yes. and and all this other stuff. So but thank you Giannis, for this inspiration. Now we're hungry for Yeah, I'm, I'm already I'm looking for for I'm looking forward fry. to breakfast now. Yeah. <laughs> uh before I let you go and do that though. Uh uh, we're gonna get to our picks at the end here, but before um, before that, let's do the coach shout out. So I'm gonna go through the list that I got from some listeners uh, out here first before we get to uh, before we get to ours uh, coming up here. So uh this is from Derek Coach Joe Labuda. Now you've know I've talked to Coach Labuda before but you know him a lot better than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh Derek coach Joe Labuda, my respect slash fear of letting him down. Kept my 16, 17, 18-year-old ass out of trouble. Fantastic coach and even a better man. And I know our good friend, Surveyor Sam, uh, also said, most influential coach for me was Joe Labuda. Not only uh, was he a great coach, but a great influence on my life and hundreds of other young men teaching us the benefits of perseverance and dedication. So I know you've... Had probably many conversations with Joe Labuda in the past, right? Kind of. Would you say that uh, kind of hits the mark from from those couple people over there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go through some other ones here. So I got to go back and forth, kind of the texting and social here. So if there's some awkward pauses, that's why. Understandable. I'm, Understandable. I'm, I'm trying to load uh, a lot of these uh, up here. So let's. Uh, well, let's just stay here. Let's go. Valley Dave said, "My favorite coach pick is Augie." O'Brien, longtime Hastings, Minnesota youth coach in multiple sports, living a dream. Jeff said, uh, "Eno Martino from Cornell, uh, Hall of Famer." Hall of Famer. Uh, Bloomer Tony, saying, uh, shout, "Shout out to the coaches, Carla Favila Bloomer cross country." Uh, Favila. Favila. Thank you. What did I say? Favela? Yeah. Did I say it? okay? Uh, is it uh, Jeff Sieg from Bloomer, seventh and eighth grade? Uh, football Uh, we got uh, this is from mark best coach bill bram Bram from north uh, football coach back in the 70s won the first brc championship in north history in 1974 and i apologize if i'm mispronouncing some of these last names uh, over here too Uh, we got uh, coach leslie leslie huntington this is from john coach huntington uwec softball continued drive to promote softball in the uh, chippewa valley her success shows in current past and future players not to mention a national champion and Hall of Famer. We got uh Bruce that said uh favorite coaches my school days are uh coach uh coach storley coach schultz coach miller all are in the Wisconsin Hall of Fame uh surveyor also said his favorite coach is Bo Ryan you could feel feel that scowl through the TV and the man did more with less talent than any other coach I've ever seen he deserves to be recognized as one of the greatest developers of talent in the game. Um, also, did I miss any on here? I just want to make sure. Okay, so let's move over to some other picks here. Um, again, I apologize if i mispronouncing. I'm not good with names and mispronunciations. So let's go. Uh, Joe, Joe say and Dave Fleming, Davy Johnson, Glenn St. Arnold, Mark Faunus. Mark was one of them who just texted his picks over here too. And Jeff Paris. Uh, let's go with... Um, Steve saying Osseo Fairchild football coach Dwayne uh, Machi. Then we got uh, Brett saying Jimmy V. Lucas saying Scooter Endel, Bob Zweifel. Uh, Zweifel? What's that? Zweifel. Zweifel. Uh, John Stellmacher, all coaches who put kids first. Terry, by far it was my dad, not just because he was my dad, but he taught me everything about the game of baseball and installed all the values and life lessons. That go along with it. Also, many backyard catches. Even though I know now how exhausted he must have been from working all day, but that didn't matter. He always took the time. And now that I coach a lot myself, I realize not every dad does. So, all right, we We've got some good ones Great out list. there. Big thank you to uh, to everybody uh, who sent those over. I'm going to catch my breath here. Okay, and okay. You all right. See yours. I mean,
1: I've the first one I think of. I was fortunate because the first. I had the same person as my first base or basketball coach and football coach. That'd be Marvin Mengel, a a known guy around the Thorpe area. He's, you know, coached a lot of. I mean, he coached pretty much. I think pretty much every youth sport you could there. He's you know, he's still active. I've seen him a few times over the years. He's actually a pretty good horseshoe player. Nice. Finished pretty highly at the uh, the horseshoe world championships early this year. in Michigan, the one that uh, Sarah Shafey from uh, actually uh, mm-hmm. actually
0: graduated with a guy who I think got first in his division at that. Okay, so, but yeah, he's.
1: Huh? I mean, just the perfect person. I mean, like when when I started playing basketball in fifth grade, like I watched basketball, you know, obviously we were all NBA on NBC guys. Mm-hmm. I watched it, but I, I actually learned like he was the first person after my, one of my first games, I was doing something that was a little weird looking. And he can after the game, he asked me what I was doing when I was younger. I thought in fifth grade that you could get called for three defensive, three seconds at that time. So when I was guarding someone, I was in the paint, but I would move out quick. Because I don't want to get called for three seconds. Right. He's like, no, no, in defense, you can do that kind of a thing. And no, just, and then football, you know, just very good at teaching the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. And those type of people are so important with youth sports. Right. Because you learn the foundation at a youth level. And by the time you get to high school, you're ready for the advanced courses. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the 100 level classes in college. So that way, when you get to high school, you're three and 400 level stuff. Right. So he's, he would, you know, there's a lot of other ones, but he's the one I would definitely say first and foremost.
0: All right. So uh, those are your. That's is, who I'm going to go that, with. That's who you're going to go with. Okay. All right. I've got a couple of coaches. Uh, I'm going to go. Actually, I got a teacher too, if that kind of counts. Because right. I'll, I'll go, I'll go uh, Mr. Waller, my third grade teacher, mm-hmm. because he's the one who really got me into football. He would play football with us at recess, all-time quarterback. Still does it to this day with his class. And that's who really got me into into football and sports and such. So, uh, and then he was my fifth grade basketball coach too. Ended up being my fifth grade basketball coach. So, shout out, Mr. Waller. Uh, eighth grade, he uh, he's over with uh, Menominee right now. But uh, uh, Mr. Betcher, uh, he was my eighth grade basketball coach. So, shout out to him. And then uh, Coach Var, my uh, my golf coach, he took extra time for me because uh, after the first couple of years there, I was uh, I was struggling, I sucked and all that. But he took some extra time and. And did a lot uh, for, for me to improve the golf game, if you will. So uh, shout out to, to Coach Var And I had a had a coach at uh, UW-Baron County, too, basketball. Uh, that was really cool. I didn't play that long, though, but he was really awesome, too. Coach Weber over there, too. Oh, so. Chargers. Chargers, that's right. So thank you to all the coaches out there, National Coaches Day. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then Brandon and I have some picks and that'll wrap up the podcast. We'll be back after these quick words. Shoppers, listen up. Are you ready to save big on all your grocery needs? Why wouldn't you? Well, then head on down to Hy-Vee and Eau Claire where the deals are sizzling hot. Hy-Vee has the fresh produce, top quality meats, pantry staples, and all your favorite brands under one roof. And don't forget about their amazing in-store bakery and deli. Need a quick bite to eat? Hy-Vee and Eau Claire has many different options to choose from at their food court as well. So go ahead and visit Hy-Vee and Eau Claire, your one-stop shop for savings, quality, and convenience. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a driving experience like no other? At Toys and Ford, they're not just selling cars, they're delivering dreams on four wheels. With a wide range of Ford vehicles, you'll find the perfect ride to suit your style and needs. Their expert team is there to guide you through every step of the way from test driving to financing. They're committed to making your car buying journey seamless and enjoyable. Toys and Ford, where your automotive dreams become a reality. Visit them today and experience the thrill of Driving with the best. Let's get you that keyword for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Since we just got done talking about some coaches, the keyword is coach. Coach. So head to sportstalk1051.com. Uh go to the Man Cave Podcast podcast. Page, And uh, you'll see the the area that you can enter the keyword to accumulate those points for some prizes or experiences Or if you're listening to this on your phone or not able to get to a computer Well, just text the word CAVE to 715-830-1912 And that will automatically send you the link to enter the keyword, which is COACH So you can uh, accumulate those points uh, all right, let's do some uh, picks here. I'm
1: going to throw this in, one in here because why the heck not? Tonight, Nebraska at Illinois, the Never Noise game. <laughs> if you've ever seen the picture of the kid with the half Nebraska, half Illinois shirt, yep. I'm going to go Illinois. I don't feel comfortable about it.
0: Um, if it was in Nebraska, would it be different? Maybe. Okay.
1: Maybe because you know, I mean, you know that the, those fans would show up for that, but right. I'm going to say Illinois in a. In a game I'm not going to be too excited I'm to missing because I don't think it's going to be very fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll go Illinois too, but Illinois has been a little, I think, not living up to expectations. Yeah, and that,
1: I mean, last year was tough. I mean, they had kind of the drain. of They lost Chase uh, Brown. They lost their quarterback. They lost their coach, mm-hmm. who's now at Purdue. Yep. So, I mean, they've, you know, Brett Bielema had that first good year, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. It's you going know, kind to of maybe a little bit more normalizing a little bit.
0: Yep. Uh, let's go with Oklahoma, number twelve, visiting number three Texas. The
1: Red River, r- River rivalry—the last one where they're in the Big Twelve.
0: Yep, Baker Mayfield, I think, is at College Game Day for for this one. So, uh, how you see this one rolling? Will Paul Christ help lead Texas to victory?
1: I am going to take Texas, mm-hmm. and I am—you know—I I've been—you know—a little bit skeptical on on Texas. Mm-hmm. But are they
0: officially back?
1: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> they did get by Kansas, which is a big yep. hurdle for them at times.
0: Hook'em horns! I'll go Texas in this one too. Uh, I think they pick up the W. So I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna throw this one out here too. You know, I, I think people who probably don't follow college football will be like, "Well, why are you picking that game?" Maryland at Ohio State, but. Uh, I want to bring the line into this pick because I think both of us will probably pick Ohio State, but the line is at twenty.
1: Ohio State does Ohio d- d- does Maryland cover? Yes, cover. I'm gonna say it's like a 34-17 type of game.
0: Okay, uh, you agree, Ohio State? Yes, right. but Ohio okay.
1: State, the o- yeah. Ohio State outright.
0: Yep, Ohio State wins, but we I I would agree with you too. Um, yeah, Maryland's gonna cover that. So this is a big game for Maryland too to I think open up a lot and really kind of like solidify them. Like, hey. Yeah, we are for real. Because if they if they beat Ohio State, and this is in Ohio State too, they go in there and they beat them. Maryland's probably going to be in the top twenty. They'll jump up. You know, I know they're not ranked, but I would have to say you'd you'd make your debut in the top twenty, maybe like late teens or something, right? Or right at twenty. So, uh, let's go number twenty three LSU at number twenty one Missouri.
1: I don't think LSU is making the final four like <laughs> I predicted. <laughs> But um, I'm going to go with Missouri. Uh,
0: I'm going to go Missouri, too. Uh, I'm going to go Missouri uh, as well on mine. So uh, let's go with – what do I got next on my uh, schedule here? Let's go Alabama at Texas A&M. Let's go with a line on this one. I feel like, you know, the whole Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban thing. If these two teams are ranked and all that, it might get a little bit more play. But, okay, how about this? <laughs> Actually, a little bit, Alabama's only favored by one. I'll take Alabama. I think I'll take Alabama, too. Yeah. Texas A&M is 4-1. and one. I mean, they're 2-0 and oh in conference play now. But, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take Alabama in this one, too. So, let's go with cruising and O'N down. Uh, let's go... Kentucky at Georgia do we want to do a line? I mean, we're going to pick Georgia on that one, right? Yeah, we'll we'll pick Georgia on that one. How about Notre Dame at Louisville? 10 at 25. 10 at
1: 25 and it's at Louisville's 25. Mhm. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I do think that Louisville has a pretty good accounting. I think Jeff Brom the hiring him going home from mm-hmm. Purdue back to Louisville, that's that was one of the better hires of the offseason. I think early returns have been really good on that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Notre Dame uh, for, for this game. So, Rutgers at Wisconsin. Rutgers 4-1. Uh, I mean, they gave Michigan at least a half, you know, first half uh, when they played over there. Uh, Wisconsin 3-1 and here. The line is at 13 for Wisconsin. Can Wisconsin's defense... Slow down, Michigan's offense or uh, Michigan's off, Rutgers offense. And here's right now. the
1: thing: this is the first time I'm. I'm going to pick Wisconsin to win, but I think Rutgers covers. I see. I think maybe you said thirteen and a half.
0: Uh four or thirteen.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll still do it because I think it's like a ten-point game. This I think is the first time this year that Wisconsin's going to see, and we're going to see a few of them here these next few weeks, like a power running. Team. Not like a non-spread finesse you know style team, mm-hmm. but a you know a team that Wisconsin has been at points, mm-hmm. you know and was you know built their identity on. Right. So I'm curious to see how the three-three-five defense stacks up with that because it hasn't always, at least you know in the past, had great success against those type of teams. But I will take Wisconsin to win, but Rutgers say like a twenty-seven seventeen type game.
0: Okay. I w- I could see that. Yeah, I think. I'll go Wisconsin 30, 30-20. thirty twenty. I'll go 30-20. Wow, Wisconsin on there. So how field goals? Yeah, right. Uh, okay, ready for some NFL? I am picks. Now? Which,
1: by the way, I was wrong. Um, I forgot to make my pick last night.
0: Oh, so you still would have got it wrong. I would have
1: yeah, been wrong either way. Right. But this was a, if those of you that remember hearing this, this was my issue last year. I, I would make them a few weeks in advance, but then I would forget which week I didn't make the pick. So I gotta, but I've I've got them now.
0: All right. So let's uh let's bring it up here. Um okay. We got Jacksonville at Buffalo cuz I'm going to use the order for our pick 'em challenge well, here so.
1: First Buffalo in London.
0: That's true. Yep. Good part. Good call. So J- the Jack- J- Jacksonville just stayed over. They did. They're, right
1: yep. Now. Yep. And Buffalo's I'm,
0: offense has been unreal as of late. Yeah,
1: right, I'm going to take Buffalo.
0: Yeah, I'll take Buffalo in this one too. I think that uh continues to roll for them. Uh Houston at Atlanta. CJ Stroud. Offensive Rookie of the Year, MVP. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But he's been off to a fantastic start. I think by far blowing it out of the waters in terms of expectations that a lot of people had. And just goes again to show you, don't believe everything pre-draft. Right. You know, all that stuff. out. We don't know anything. You never know.
1: You never know. You can use that information, but you can never specifically say, like, well, this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually going to take Houston. (sighs) You know what?
0: I think I'm going to, too. I mean, the job that D'Amico is doing, obviously C.J. Stroud helps out a ton. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're a Houston fan, you've got to be excited Nico about Collins, the future. Nico Collins,
1: Tank Bell. Or ta- yeah, yeah, Tank Bell. Like, yep. there are some receivers kind of developing. And that was kind of the the question. was like, would there be enough around C.J. Stroud? Well, he's been developing a pretty good rapport with some of those younger guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I I think I'm gonna go Houston too on this one. Let's go Carolina at Detroit.
1: I think both you and I know who we want to win.
0: Yeah. But I'm gonna go Lions. Yeah, I'll go Lions too. I'll go Lions, but Jay's you were you nervous last week watching that game, Carolina and Minnesota?
1: I don't know know if nervous was the right word. Frustrated. Annoyed. I, I mean obviously they're you know the Let's put it this way. Carolina's going to win, and Bryce Young's going to have to be able to throw the ball down the field. I mean, after a while in that Viking game, you could tell they just weren't going to put him in that spot. Mm -hmm. He's going to throw it less than 10 yards for the most part to Adam Thielen. He's got to be able to, if they're going to beat Detroit.
0: Mm -hmm. Let's go Tennessee at the Colts. Titans. I don't know which Titans team to believe. Was it this week, last week's one, or two weeks ago when they got annihilated? I don't know which Titans team to believe. I'll go Titans in this one, too. But it's, yeah, I'm not confident in that at all. Uh, maybe we should do a line on this one. Giants at Miami.
1: <laughs> what is I was going to say, what is Should it? I? I'll look at the line. I remember a few years back when the Broncos played the Jaguars. That was, like, the biggest line in history. I'm just it was,
0: let me uh see if I can find it coming up here. I'll get it here in a second. Um, well, in the
1: meantime, to kill time, obviously outright, I will take Miami.
0: What? How I know, dare you, man? I they know. just got they just lost
1: to Buffalo. Uh wow. Okay. Line's only twelve. I'll take Miami to cover. Yeah,
0: I'll take Miami to cover that in a heartbeat for crying out loud. So yeah, coming off of a loss, they ain't losing again. So uh I will say though. The, one of my favorite moves in the off season. It's got to start to pick up here. The Vic Fangio and defense for for Miami's got to start to figure it out uh, a little bit more. So uh, let's go Saints
1: at Patriots. Bill I'm Belichick going. is he in the hot seat? Oof. I'm going to go Saints. I think they bounce back on the road. Even though this, yeah, I said this is in Foxborough, and I'm always a little leery when the Saints are playing outdoors. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take the Saints.
0: I am going to go with the Patriots. I think uh, old Billy Boy is going to find a way to to get this W after getting embarrassed by the Cowboys. Jameis Winston's going to have to watch him eat this dub. Isn't car playing?
1: Uh, That's what I mean. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Over the head. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Ravens at the Steelers. Kenny Pickett sounds like he's going to play in this game. Is that a great thing? I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going
1: to take the Ravens too on this one. Bengals at the Cardinals. Not not the game you might have thought at the start of the year. I'm still going to take the Bengals, but this could be a bit of a shootout. Shout out uh, Joshua Dobbs. He's making himself some coin right now. Yes, he is.
0: Uh, but I'm going to go with the Bengals. They need this win big time. They need it big time. Eagles at the Rams. Eagles avoiding a scare last week against Washington, <laughs> and Washington is getting dominated last night. But uh, Eagles at Rams. And Rams may be a little bit of a surprise for some people, too, this year.
1: Maybe better. And I know better than I thought, but Eagles, that That stadium so far is going to be filled with Eagles fans. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Eagles on this one, too.
1: Uh, Chiefs, your Chiefs at uh, the Vikings. Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, I I could see Minnesota hanging around a little while because of their offense, if they get some things early. But I just don't think their defense has it, even though last week obviously the Chiefs weren't super impressive against the Jets. I think that helps the Chiefs this week. Yes, I I don't think that happens twice in a row. I will take the Chiefs by double digits. I'm gonna go Chiefs too on this one.
0: Will Taylor Swift be at US
1: Bank Stadium? She played there this summer.
0: Yeah, making a return. If she doesn't, oh my god, people are gonna flip out even more. I just am tired of it right now. Uh maybe a preview of a potential NFC championship game, a nice little throwback to the nineties. What? I think you forgot a game. What? Oh Jets Broncos, I did. You
1: forgot Nathaniel Hackett's revenge. (laughs) The one that has lost
0: all luster in in the offseason. Broncos narrowly escaping with a win. Jets narrowly losing uh, to to the Chiefs.
1: I'm going to take the Broncos, though.
0: In Denver, I'll take the Broncos. Although, I do think it's actually going to be close. Yeah. Okay, back to the uh, 90s grudge match. Cowboys at the Forty ers the Charles Haley Bowl, the Deion Sanders Bowl. Yep. Can we go? Uh, there's got to be some more on this thing too, probably at some point. But yeah, Mike McCarthy. But Mike McCarthy was an offensive coordinator for the Forty Niners. He I was. Don't, you know, he was. Don't throw that one out there. So, um, can the Cowboys' defense slow down Kyle Shanahan's offense? Dan Quinn going up against his former offensive coordinator.
1: Yep. For this Atlanta, a really interesting game. I think probably the game of the week. I'm gonna take the Niners.
0: I'm going to take the Niners because I think the advantage is Niners defense versus Cowboys offense. Um, so that's that's where I'm going to go with. And then Monday night, Packers at the Raiders. Jair versus Devontae Adams. Let's go. Let's get that match up. I want to see it so bad. And I hope the Packers win, but will
1: they? How many flights from Eau Claire, Triple Valley, Eau Claire Airport have made their way to Vegas? Well,
0: there's the thing like – I know when the f- schedule came out, we had quite a few people saying they already booked their flights from Eau Claire to yeah, Vegas. Sitting. So I'm curious, is anybody still going to that game?
1: Let me know. Let us but, know. Yeah. Packers.
0: You going to go ro- ride with the Packers?
1: I believe that the Packers
0: will win this football game. Will they uh, stop the run? Can, you know, Raiders have not been able to run the ball this year, but can they break it open against this team? Packers are a one, or no, Raiders right now are a one point favorite at home. Um, I'm not confident in this pick and to be honest I won't be confident in any other pick I'll roll with, with Green Bay in this one though I think having Elton Jenkins back will be huge I just hope John Runyon can play Monday night though too So Max Crosby yeah just anything to not have Royce Newman playing offensive line would be, be nice mm-hmm. be kind of nice in there so no. that's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast brought to you by Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford. Big thanks to Brandon for joining me on this episode of the podcast and big thanks to you for checking it out. Be a friend, tell a friend about the Man Cave Podcast. Don't forget to enter that keyword and give us a solid Review, five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platforms, and subscribe for free. That way you never miss an episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we will talk to you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.